wonderful thing to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. And we are grateful to God for bringing us into the 10th month of the year. Amen. And I want to welcome all of you Amen. into this month of great glory. It's a month of double grace, double favor. And I see the favor of God Amen. coming upon you. You didn't hear me, I said? Yes. I Amen. I see the double favor of God coming upon you. Amen. God will give you double for your trouble. Amen. Wipe away your tears. Amen. Put laughter in your mouth. Amen. And a new song upon your tongue. Amen. What they said you cannot become, you will become. Amen. F- favor means you will be the chosen one. Amen. You will be the preferred one. Amen. When people are looking for pe- somebody to do business with, you will be chosen. Amen. They are looking for somebody to marry, you'll be married. Amen. They are looking for somebody to give money to you, the money will come to you. Amen. I see the glory of the Lord over your life. Amen. God turning your story around for good and for glory. Amen. 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 You will not cry again. Amen. Nobody will look down on you again. Amen. Because God is going to be the lifter up of your head. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So as our heads and hands are lifted up, we want to commit ourselves into the month of October. We want to pray that Lord God Almighty, let your grace abound upon us in this month. May you go with us. In Exodus 33, verse 15, Moses said, if your presence does not go with us, then I cannot go. He said, so this month, Lord, let your presence go with me. Every day of the month. My family, my business, whatever that I do, Jeez. let angels encompass me. Amen. Let it be well with me. Amen. Let your grace abound upon yes, me. Lord. We want to talk to God right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, Father, we want to praise you. Talk to him right now. Lift your voice and pray. You want to commit this month into the hands of the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Come on, speak. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you want to pray the influence of the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus, lift your voice and pray. In the name of the Lord Jesus, prophesy over your marriage, prophesy over your children, prophesy the Lord. May you be my helper. May you be my helper. May you be my helper. And the lifter up of my head. In the name of Jesus, I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. I want you, Lord, want to, Lord to accompany me, to accompany me throughout, this month, throughout this month in the name of, Jesus. The name of Jesus. Lord God Almighty, Lord God Almighty make, a make a way for me. Let every red sea pass into two. That I walk on dry ground, on sinkable ground, into my 
eternal land, into my destination, into my destination of exaltation, of exaltation, into my land, into my land of planting, of planting and honor, and honor in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Do a new thing. Do a new thing. Say, yesterday is gone. Yesterday is gone. Another day has Another come. Another day has come. Do something new. Do something new in my life. In my life. With my life. With my life. And for my life. And for my life. Have your way, my Have life. Have your way, my life. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I give you praise. I give you praise. I bless your holy name. I bless your holy name. And I am blessed. I am blessed. I prophesy. I prophesy into every day. Into every day of this month. Of this month. And I declare. And I declare. Open heavens and open heavens, heavens and open. Let the rains of God. Let the rains of God come upon my life. Come upon my life. In my life. In my life. Come like a water garden. Come like a water garden. Ever fruitful. Ever fruitful. And ever flourishing. And ever flourishing. May my steps. May my steps. Be washed with butter. Be washed with butter. And my feet. And my feet. Be anointed with fresh oil. Be anointed with fresh oil. May I never lie. May I never lie. In a good thing. In a good thing. I declare my family blessed. My children are blessed. My children are blessed. My spouse is blessed. My spouse is blessed. My future is blessed. My future is blessed. Thank you. Thank you. For uncommon favor. For uncommon favor. And unstoppable blessing. And unstoppable blessing. My month. My month. Of double grace. Of double grace. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Unto the Lord yes, and to sing praises unto your name. Amen. We are grateful to you. Amen. We are thankful to you Amen. for all the amazing things Amen. that you have done. Yes, if it had not been for you, where would we have been? Yes. God, through the twists and turns of life, yes. whenever the enemy meant evil, you turn things around. Yes, Lord. And you brought good unto us. Amen. We say thank you, Lord. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. We commit a month into your hands. Jesus. And we say, have your total control. Have your total influence Amen. over us. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Can you take a seat? Amen.
past month we've been teaching on the presence of God. Someone say the presence of God. I told you the presence of God constitutes number one, the aura of God. Number two, the the voice of God. Because when somebody is present, you feel his aura. Number two, voice. Number three, gifts of God. Hallelujah. Now the presence of God is courted by number one, total obedience to God. Amen. When you are, you cannot have somebody to be present with you when you do not obey him. So obedience to God is primary. Hallelujah. And you realize in the in scripture, anytime anybody disobeyed God, God moved away from the person. Like uh, Samson disobeyed God and he lost the presence of God. And also we see King Saul also not going to kill the Amalekites in the battle and left King Agag and went to sacrifice certain things and God said the Bible said to obey is better than sacrifice and so we left it. So you realize that obedience is key. Someone said obedience is key. And Jesus said my father has not left me because I please him. Amen? I've touched that already so I'm just only trying to recap. The second thing that brings the presence of God is thanksgiving. And some hundred says enter his gates with thanksgiving in your hearts. And enter his courts with praise. So thanksgiving courts the presence of God. When you thank somebody for what he has done for you, you can attract his presence for him to do well for you. Number three, praise. Praise causes God, you know, anytime you praise somebody, realize that you energize the person to do more for you. And to praise means to declare who the person is. And so... It is important that we also praise God. And in praising God. So you see that when you are there and you start singing to God. In fact the Bible says that. Enter his gate with thanksgiving. It says that in the verse 2 and 3. It says. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with what? Singing. So as you are singing unto the Lord. You will all of a sudden see that the atmosphere has changed. You will feel God's presence. And in Psalm 22 verse uh, Three, the Bible says that God inhabits or is enthroned in the praises of his people. So anytime you are anywhere and then you want to experience the presence of God, begin to number one, to thank him, number two, to praise him, and number three, prayer draws the presence of God. Jeremiah 3, 3, he said, call unto me, I will hear you and I will answer. How does he answer you? By getting close to you. If you call somebody and the person is human, what does the person do? The person responds. Hallelujah. So, if you want God's presence with you, you've got to learn to talk to him in prayer. Hallelujah. And number, the, number four, what the next thing is also that you've got to ask. Tell somebody, ask. Yeah, uh, you you got to ask or call uh, call on him, call on him. You no, know, the Bible says uh, in Matthew chapter seven, verse seven to eleven: Ask and you shall receive; seek and you find; knock and it shall be opened uh, unto you. For everyone who asks receives; he who seeks finds; and the one who knocks it shall be opened unto you. And say, so what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will he give him stone? And if he asks him for fish, will he give him a serpent? Then he says that, watch this, everybody watch it. If you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven give 
good things to those who ask him. In the Luke version, he says that, how much would the Father not give to you the Holy Spirit when you ask him? That is his presence. Amen. So when you ask for God's presence, he's going to give to you. Hallelujah. Okay, now, what, why do we need the presence of God? That means the benefits. So today we are quickly looking at some of the benefits. Someone said the benefits. You know, whatever it is, when you work, there are benefits. Whatever you do, there are benefits. There are good things. You know, everything has its good parts and then bad parts. So the benefits. And in the first benefit is that the presence of God gives you rest all around. Why do you need God's presence? The presence gives you Rest. Somebody say rest. Exodus 33, 14, and 15, 14 to 16. And he said, my presence shall go with you and I will give you rest. And if that presence go not with me, then don't carry us. And he said, how shall it be known that I and your people have found grace in your sight? So what is it that is an indication that we have the grace in the sight of God? He said, except you go with us. So you see that sometimes somebody will go with you to a certain place because what? You have you are found grace. And if the person goes with you, then it means that something great is going to happen. So can you imagine that God is going with you everywhere? If God is going with you everywhere, then it means that you are, uh, you are, your enemies will be defeated. If God is going with you everywhere and God goes with you to your workplace, it means that you are going to succeed at your workplace. If God goes with you to your labor world, then you will succeed at the labor world. You give birth and have your children. If God goes with you and you are, God goes with you into your car, then there will, the, the God will ensure that there is no accident. And that's the reason why before you step out of your house, you must court the presence of God. You must draw the presence of God onto yourself. You must covet the presence of God. Someone say, the presence of God. Okay, number two. So, the, the, the presence of God, number one, it gives you a rest. Someone say rest and peace. Yeah. When you have the presence of God, there's rest and peace. You know, and God will take care of the things around you. Amen. Number two, the presence of God brings refreshing. May you be refreshed. Acts chapter 3, verse 7, 19. Acts three nineteen. Repent ye therefore and be converted... That may change your, your mind, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. So, what is it that comes from the presence of God? Times of what? Refreshing. And there are times you see that when somebody visits you, after a person visits you, you feel refreshed. Is that not it? The kind of conversations you have, it's very wonderful. There are times even you receive a, self, a certain phone call, and after the phone call, you are so happy. You are so excited. Sometimes somebody calls you and says, Yeah! You are, you are happy about it. Maybe a celebrity called you. He said, Look at it! Yay! And you are screaming and all those kind of things. You are happy. So when God comes to you, and when God is with you, you feel refreshed. And so if you want to be refreshed, then make sure that you are in the presence of God. And there are times that you come to church, you feel very dry. But after you come and we praise and we worship God and you receive the word of God and you receive prayer, you see that you are not going back the same. You go back refreshed. So every time that you come to church and, or you hear the word of God and then you see that something changes in your life, you feel refreshed. It means that the presence of God is what has visited you. 
Amen. You have a testimony that comes out, you come to church, you may not even feel like coming to church. You feel down, no money in your pocket, you look like things are not working out, but after church, you realize that even though still you don't have money in your pocket immediately, but you, don't, you are no more down. There is hope. It is because of the presence. Somebody say the presence. Hallelujah. And that's why Jesus come, your pastor will come or lift his hand. He say, well, let's worship God. And he shares some things with you. After sharing a thing with you, you feel so encouraged. You that you didn't feel like continuing the game. You feel like, let me stop the, the Christian life. I can't do this. I can't do that. Now, you receive grace to continue. Number three. Joy comes to you through the presence of God. Psalm 16 verse 11. So, when the presence of God comes to you, you walk in joy. He said, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. Hallelujah. In your presence is, your, is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Eh? When daddy is not around and daddy comes home, is there no joy in the house? It's a joy. Daddy abo. You know that chale, daddy's bag, there will be some bread in it. There will be some chocolate in it. Even his mere presence. Eh? See, when a man is not in the house, when a father is not there, there's a difference. Even when the CEO of a company is not around, and when he's around, you can feel there's a difference. So, the presence of God brings what? Joy. If you see children, realize that children feel very confident when their parents are around. They feel very joyful. So, you must be very joyful when God is around. That's why you can't come to church and feel very morose. Are you getting me? You come there, bum, you are looking at bumify. You are sitting down. You say, oh, don't let whatever was worrying you sit on you. Shake it off. I said, shake it off. No matter the dust. I remember this uh, uh, a mule that fell into a donkey that fell into a pit. And as it fell into the pit, the owner didn't know how to pull it out. So the owner decided that, well, then let me bury it. He started throwing dust on it, but then this meal will shake the dust off and step on it. So as for the owner, he thought that he was buried there. But as he was buried there, every dust that came upon the meal, the donkey, he shook it off and was stepping on it. And it was creating a foundation and was increasing and increasing before I realized he was out. The enemy would throw dust against you. Dust of shame, dust of depression, dust of confusion. He would tell you, listen... In this life, life is full of struggles. I remember my father, Dr. Digbe, telling me, he said, O'Brien, and that's the truth, life is war. But you are destined to win. But we say, fight the good fight of faith. You will try one. Sometimes you go for soul winning. You talk to this person. He won't mind you. Sometimes you try a business. The first time it doesn't work. The second time it doesn't work. The third time it doesn't work. The fourth time it will work. Because your God who is with you is mighty and he will cause you to succeed. I hear in the church. Yeah. So no matter what, you start a relationship. Sometimes you realize that things are not working. This and this and this and this and that. But press on. If only you know God is in it. And you, let me tell you something. Any good thing, the devil will come for it. Any good thing, whatever is good, Satan will try to attack it. And so you've got to fight. Don't give up. Keep on fighting. Keep on fighting. Never turn your back. You see, the man who 
sang a song, went peace like a river. His whole family died. Most of us would have said, I won't serve this God again. His whole family, he said that on a ship, wife, children, everybody, they sent him a, a, you know, a, a message. Your, your, your family is dead. And he said, when peace like a river attended my way, when sorrows like sea Below's whatever my Lord, you have taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. Oh, it is well, it is well with my soul. It is well, 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 it is the creator of the universe. When he was going to be crucified, his disciples left him, including the great apostle Peter. And they all said, we don't know him. And the whole world rejected him. The Bible says, he was rejected of men. And if you are the disciple of Jesus, it will happen to you too. But you don't give up. You got to press on. Tell somebody, press on. Press on. Amen. Amen. Your boyfriend may leave you. Your girlfriend may leave you. People that are very close to you will give you. I was reading the biography of uh, John Wesley. Today you see Methodism the way it is. People stab his back. His close associates left him. You see, many things happened for a long period of time to discourage him. But he kept on and kept on and kept on. And when it looked like the thing was dying, God gave it life. And today look at Methodism. So you may look like sometimes your business is going down. The very dream God gave to you, like Joseph. When God says, your family is going to bow down to you, the next moment he's being sold as a slave. The next moment he's in uh, prison. But God turned it around. There's a, a cross. God is crossing his hand for his blessing to come to you. So, the presence of God, joy comes to you through the presence of God. Can I have an amen? Then number, so you have joy and peace and happiness when you are in the presence of God. Atmosphere of depression, discouragement, disillusionment, dis- discontentment are erased when the presence of God comes. Number four, direction for your life comes from the presence of the Lord. Psalm 17 verse 1 and 2. If you want a direction for your life, maybe you are going to marry, you want to travel, you want to take a certain decision, make sure that you are in the presence of God. He said, hear a just cause, O Lord. Attend to my prayer or my cry. Give ear to my prayer, which is not from deceitful lips. Verse 2. Let my vindication come from your presence. Some versions say, King James says that, let my sentence. Some say sentence. Yeah. And other versions. NIV say, let my direction. You know, my vindication. I like it. Uh, do, uh, do it. Uh, 
Another version for me. Show the world I'm innocent. In your heart, you know I am. You know, the word sentence there actually is talking about direction. Amen. May you get direction. You see, in the presence of God, you get direction. When you are in the presence of a big man, you get direction. When you are in the presence of your parents, you give that, they give you direction. Brush your teeth. Do this. Do that. If you want to do this, go and do this. Go and do this program. Direction. Somebody say direction. Yeah. So if you want direction for your life, it is in the presence of the Lord. So oftentimes, as you are praying, and a lot of times, many things that we have done in church of my life, as you are there, worshipping God, praying and go, be sensitive. Don't just only be talking. Listen in for the voice of God, because God will show you what to do, where to go to, who to go to, and how to get it done. Receive direction. Someone say direction. Yeah. Number five. You have good thoughts in the presence of God. Somebody say good thoughts. You have got good thoughts in the presence of God. You know, Psalm 48 verse 9. We have thought of your loving kindness, O God, in the midst of your temple. That means that in God's presence, we don't have bad thoughts. Amen. Now the Bible says, to the pure, all things are pure. So you see that when you are in the presence of God, your mind becomes pure. Eh? And then it makes you even think about the goodness of God. So the presence of God, when you have the presence of God, you don't think about dying. You don't think about the fact that you are, you, you are, you are a total failure. Eh? It is when the devil visits you that he tells you a total failure. Amen. It is when the devil visits you that he tells you that where you are is not good. Are you getting me? Yeah, he can tell you, look, this your married partner is not good. This person, meanwhile, there are a lot of good things about your husband, about your wife, about your children, about your church, about your community, about your country. But the devil will just visit you and show you all the black things, all the dark things, all the negative things. But when you are in the presence of God, he will show you good things about the place. He will show you good things about your friends. He will show you good things about your father is a good father. Your mother is a good mother. Your friends are good friends. Your church is a good church. Your pastor is a good pastor. Presence of God. Amen. So, anytime you are having bad thoughts, find out, are you really in the presence of God or not? It's true. Who is in the presence of God? You see, the presence of God is the mighty presence of God that causes you to experience the thoughts of God's loving kindness. It makes you feel the loving kindness of God. Loving kindness. And when you are in the presence of somebody, you feel His love. Is that not it? Yeah. May you experience the loving kindness of God. So if you are not feeling loving kindness of God, it means that possibly the presence of God is far away from you. When you are away from the presence of God, you can be overwhelmed with evil thoughts. And you may even think that God is angry with you. You know, sometimes you are there and think that maybe God doesn't like me again. Because you have left His presence. But truly, eh? and, and do you know that sometimes when you are not there, you know, you are not in church, so I, I don't think that He even likes me. I don't think it. Because you are not in the presence. But when you come, you realize that the man doesn't have a problem with you. He's ready to embrace. Have you ever felt that before? Yeah, so, but when you come, so the man says, oh, hello, how are you? Like the prodigal son. 
You see, the prodigal son probably at a point thought that because he had gone away, his father was so much angry with him. But when he took courage and came to himself and said, I'm coming back to my father's house, little did he know that already the father was expecting him and had opened up his arms to receive him. And I came to tell somebody that God has opened his arms to receive you irrespective of any challenges and negativities, your weaknesses and things in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Are you in the church? Yes. Amen. Yes. Number six. Your enemy is destroyed by the presence of God. So, I say your enemy is destroyed by the presence of God. In Psalm 68 verse 1 and 2, it says, Let God arise. Let what? His enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate him flee before him. I see the enemies of God. You see, God's enemies are your enemies. They are fleeing before you. Let God arise. All his enemies be scattered. Those who hate him, let them flee. Those who hate God, they hate you. Yeah. And sometimes people hate you because they hate God. Yeah. Because they don't like, you see, because you are following God, they don't like, they don't like the fact that you are following God. Verse 2. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melts before the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. So at the presence of God, what happens? The wicked perishes. So when there's a wicked act against you, all you need to do is what? Have the presence. That's, a, that's the reason why it's a very dangerous thing. Eh? To fight against somebody who has a presence. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to win a battle, don't, don't fight, don't defend. Just make sure that you have the presence. Let your hands. You see, when... The, 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 the fight was between the Amalekites and the Israelis and uh, Moses lifted his hands he drew the presence of God once his hands were lifted and the presence of God was raised up over the place the enemies perished may you lift your hands and as you lift your hands may every enemy be scattered in the name of Jesus Psalm, 92, Psalm 9 verse 2 to 4 I will, I will be glad Psalm 9 verse 2 to 4 I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praise to your name, O thou most high. When my enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. So your enemies will be turned back. This month, may all your enemies be turned back. I said, may they be turned back and may they perish at your presence. I see enemies perishing. I see enemies turning back. I see your enemies falling down. I see shame coming upon them. I see God giving you the upper hand. In the name of Jesus. In Psalm 106 verse 10 and 11, the Bible says, Psalm 106 verse 10 and 11, the Bible says that He saved them from the hand of Him who hated them. May God deliver you from anybody who hates you. And redeem them from the hand of the enemy. Every enemy because of the presence of God you are delivered from them. Even when you write an examination, sometimes the enemy wants you to fail, but you will pass your exams. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said you will pass your exams. You will make it in life. You will pass marriage exams, business exams, financial exams. It shall be well with you in the name of Jesus. Can I have an amen? Are you listening to what am I preaching? Hallelujah. Verse number 11. The waters covered their enemies. I see the waters covering your enemies. He said, there was not one of them left. Sometimes it may look like your enemy is winning. But I see God give you the upper hand. I see, I see God give you the upper hand. 
and I see you winning the, against your enemies. And how do you win against your enemies? By the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Someone say, by the presence of the Lord. The Bible says in Zephaniah 3, 15, the Lord in the midst of thee is what? 15 to 17. He says, the Lord has taken away your judgments. He has cast out your enemies. He has cast out what? Your en- who is the one who cast out your enemies? The Lord. So what you do? If there are enemies, what you need is the Lord. And Bible says, if God be for you, who can be against you? In Christ Jesus, you are more than a conqueror. The king of Israel, the Lord is in your midst. And you shall see no more disaster. Hallelujah! Verse 16. In that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, Zion. Let not your hands be weak. Verse 17. Everybody, let's read together. The Lord your God in your midst, the mighty one, will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. The Lord your God in the midst of you is mighty. Amen. That's why I say, Hallelujah. Okay. So we've seen a few benefits. Now what are the what are the indications that God is with you? What are the signs? The signs that God is with you, number one, the divine fearlessness. Someone say divine fearlessness. Yeah. Jeremiah one eight eight. He said, don't be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, divine fearlessness. You see, the three Hebrew boys were not afraid of Nebuchadnezzar, King and Co. Because of the fact that God was with them. Moses was not afraid of Pharaoh because God was with them. So when you are going to some place, fear goes away because you know that you are taking the big God with you. I have a very big God, oh, he's always on my side. A very big God, oh. Number two, divine survivor. Number two, divine survivor. Your life will survive every challenge. I said every challenge. In Psalm 23, verse 5 and 6, it says, Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, what? No, uh, I will fear what? No evil, for thou art with me. Verse 4, sorry. For thou art what? With me, thy rod and thy staff, they what? Comfort me. So in the valley of the shadow of death, God will so what? Be with you. Hallelujah. So it means that you will survive it. You will survive any attempt of an accident. You will survive every shame. You will survive every accusation. You will survive every voice and negativities of the enemy. Why? Because God is with you. Hallelujah. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 18 and 19. Jeremiah 1 18 and 19. He said, Behold, you have made this day a fortified city and an iron pillar. Are you here with me? Okay. Now, and the bronze walls against the wall, whole land. Against the kings of Judah 
against its princes and against its priests and against the people of the land. Now, verse 19, let's read together. They will fight against you, but they shall not. Are you in the church? Hallelujah. They will, they will fight against you. Are you people, are you listening to me or are you doing something else? Amen. Now from today, I want everybody to come to church with a notebook. Amen. Not phones. Because some of you, you act like you are typing, but it's not typing. You are not typing notes. You are typing something else. I sense that some people are typing something else in the church instead of notebook. Is that right? Do you like what I'm teaching you? Yeah. It, it just, it's not a few minutes. This thing. It's a lot of studies, a lot of things I'm sharing with you. So I'm going to see you participating. Amen. Yeah. And when somebody is talking to you, look at the person. Look at them. Don't look somewhere else. It's not a good sign. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. So let's read together. They will fight against you, but they shall not what? Prevail. Amen. Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. It means that they, they will raise the weapon, but it will not survive. You will escape it. I said, God will give you escape. Escape route is coming your way. Amen. The arrow that they throw will turn or mash into powder. Or the opposite is that it will turn into the camp of the wicked one. After you will escape every arrow. You see, when they talk about arrow, arrow doesn't kill two people at a go. It kills one person. So it means that the arrow is targeted at you. Yes. If you know about an arrow, it's just a one drive. That's it. You throw an arrow. And it's targeting one person. So there's an arrow targeting at you. But the Bible says that you shall not be afraid of what? The terror by night. Eh? Nor what? Nor the arrow that flyeth by day. So there's an arrow that is flying. Trying to locate you. That is why you need the presence of God. The presence of God will push you away from that. You see, some of you come to church, you are are coming for exhibition. You are coming so that you attract the presence of God. So that you will be defended from evil. You are joking. You don't know the arrows that want to enter into you. If you knew the arrows that want to enter into you, you'd be serious. Yes, you are being targeted. Yeah. When the king of Israel was going for battle, and the enemy said, they said that, don't fight anybody. Only look for the king of Israel. Kill him. And somebody just adventure. Just threw the thing. Before they realized, the king of Israel disguised himself, but they still caught him. Pray. Pray that in the snare, eh? a snare is something you are not expecting. Eh? Sometimes you are there, then you don't know there's a gutter, and then you fall into the gutter. Is that not it? Sometimes you don't know there's a pit somewhere. You don't know that even as you are walking, there's a paddle over there, then you step into a mud. Sometimes your marriage can enter into something. Your business can enter into something. He said, oh, we love each other so much. Oh, I didn't, I'm not expecting this. I was telling the church last Friday, a couple, after their, uh, their, their child's graduation, everything was very fine. The next moment, he said, husband said, honey, let's sit in a car and go home. He said, go where? He said, I'm not going nowhere. She has packed the things, she has gone. It was an unexpected behavior by the, the, by the wife. She left the man. And that's why this evening you want to come around for us to pray against unexpected things. Because there are unexpected things that will surely come. 
but you need to pray that you will dodge them. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like, for, I, I'd, I'd like to share a few more things with you. I talked about divine what? Fearlessness. Is that right? Number two, divine what? Survivor. They shall fight against you, but they shall not what? Prevail against you. For why? Because I am with you, said the Lord, to deliver me. Ooh, hallelujah! I see you being delivered. As I see you being delivered. Number three, divine impenetrability. Divine impenetrability. You shall not be penetrated. Jeremiah 15, 20 and 21. And I will make unto, thee, unto this people a fence brazen, and they shall fight against thee, but they shall not prevail against you. For I am with you to save you and to deliver you. I see God saving you and delivering you. They shall not, for I am with you to save you and to deliver you. To save you and to deliver you. Receive this in Jesus' name. And finally, receive divine fruitfulness. I said divine fruitfulness. I said divine fruitfulness. In the name of Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not out of words, but I'm out of time. Amen. Lift your hand. Let's lift, lift your hand and pray the Lord. Grant me your presence as you have entered a new month. Let your Holy Spirit overshadow me. Let your living waters flow over my soul. Let your Holy Spirit come and stay on the of every situation that has trouble. Visitation. I want you, Lord, Spirit of God, 
Lord God Almighty, let your presence always be with me. In the name of Jesus. Sammy said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. We pray the Lord, make me to lie down. Make me to lie down. Make me to lie down. Talk to the Lord and say, Lord, I need your presence. Make me to lie down in green pastures. Lift your voice and pray. Talk to the Lord, somebody in the name of the Lord Jesus. You want to commit this month unto the hands of the Lord. You want to pray the Lord, God Almighty. Let your presence go ahead of me. May I experience your presence this month in the name of Jesus. Let your Holy Spirit take absolute control. Thank over you. all of my affairs, over all of my understanding, Hallelujah. in the name of Jesus, let your voice let and your name be glorified. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. blessings, mighty visitation of the Holy Spirit, whatever their need is in your presence, there is fullness of joy, there is provision there is divine survival divine impenetrability, divine fearlessness, I pray God that give them rest, rest from every shame, rest from the work of their enemies let all their enemies be covered by waters anything that is an enemy to them harassing them, let not one of them remain let not one sickness remain. Amen. Let not one poverty remain. Amen. Let not one confusion remain. Amen. Let not one assignment of the enemy remain. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, this man put your hand into their hands. Lead them every step of the way. Give them a song and a testimony. You are the way maker. Make a way for them. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Everybody say a big amen. amen. Well, give God a hand of praise. Before we take our seats and take receive our offerings, if you are here today and say, Preacher, I've heard about the presence of God. But the first thing that will draw the presence of God to you is when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and your sins are washed away. Because sin, Bible says that sin brings about a separation between us and God. And so today you want to you uh, say, Lord, I want my sins to be forgiven. 
I want to be cleansed. I want to be made a righteous one so that I can always have your presence. If you are here like that, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. May you kindly raise your right hand wherever you are. I want to pray with you so the power of God will come upon your life. You will never be the same again. I want to see your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. Can you walk up to me, please? I want to pray with you. Give them a hand. Give them a hand as they are coming over. Assist them to come over. Come on, give them a hand. The young lady as well. The young lady as well. Yes? Yeah, come. Never feel shy. Never feel shy. Anybody else joining them? Anybody else joining them? I did that 27th of July, 1977, 5.30 in the evening. Close to Club Hysterica in, 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 a, in a refurbishing house. And I'll go save and the Bible says, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. So you want to uh, lift your hand unto God and I want you to pray this prayer after me. Let it be a prayer from the depth of your heart and say, Heavenly Father, let's all join them together with our hands lifted up and say, Heavenly Father, I come to you just as I am. I accept the fact that I'm a sinner and I cannot save myself. Forgive me my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Today, Jesus, come and stay in my heart. Be my Lord, my King, and my Master. And from this month of October, may you take total control over my life. I love you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for me. Amen. Thank you, Father, for these precious ones. I pray that they'll be planted in your house and flourish in your cause. Let them grow in you. Let them do well in you. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. God bless you. My dear friends, it's a great privilege having you here. And to make a decision to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We'd like to, for you to grow well in the things of God. So I would, I'd like for you to uh, follow this gentleman. We'll take you down your details so that we can be praying for you. And then follow up on you as well. God bless you. Congratulations. Amen. God bless you.